The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Hey everyone out there in country land, this is Larry Mandel, and we're Brothers on Law. I'm with my brother here, Rob Mandel. Good morning, Larry. Happy Saturday to you. Happy Saturday to you, too, and I want to make a shout-out to Mortgage Mom Debbie. Boy, that's really informative stuff. Fun show. Love following her. Yeah, that's great. So, Rob, I want to ask you some questions today about credit and what you did. And lack thereof. Yeah, yeah. What was your, did you get a credit card? Like when you, when you first got your credit card, your first one, what was that experience like? Oh, I'm sure I ran it over uh, its limit and got into trouble with it. I, I can't remember specifically which one it was, but I do remember the first time, I think it was a store credit and I probably bought you know, a hundred dollars or something like that, and and then forgot to pay it, and the next thing I know, um, you got a nasty letter. Yeah, you know. And uh, before I got the credit card, I, I think I had an automobile that I was making payments on, and that was a a really good way of establishing credit. You know, I think I had my father, um, our father. Uh, co-sign on the loan or something like that or maybe it was you you might have co-signed on my loan for me hmm, i was a good yeah. brother back then yeah yeah you used what to happened? be a pretty good brother <laughs> but yeah you know and you know what's crazy about that kind of thing is you know even when you're maintaining your credit and doing all the right things uh if you lose a wallet or you get your identity stolen that's another way that your credit can just go right down the tube, so right? Crazy. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, well, I went to a gas station. I was going up to a case up in Visalia, and I stopped at a trucking-type gas station, and I put in my credit card. And the next thing I know, the next day, I was informed that somebody had stolen my credit card number just from using it. You know, yeah, so it was like there. through thin air? Did they have some kind of device that got it through the air? Or was it the gas station itself that think, probably... Yeah, the gas it. station, however, they you know, maneuvered that, uh, you know, um, when you slide it in. Yeah. You know, the magnetic so, so, tape thing. So, so one of the employees did it. So how did, um, how did that affect your credit? You know, I think I took care of it fast enough not to affect it, but it was a big hassle. Yeah, such a hassle. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of thing, uh, sometimes you need a professional to help you out. Yeah. Yeah. And And we have a professional. We have have an amazing professional with us today. Uh, It is Sandra uh, Ruiz, and she is CEO of Fix Your Credit Consulting. So thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Hi, guys. Yeah, hey. credit repair is kind of a interesting subject. Very relevant. Something very relevant for a lot of people because they're living beyond their means and they're taking credit cards and or getting their things yeah. stolen. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, what is credit repair? So basically, what we do is we help our clients remove any negative items, um, 
inaccurate items, uh, could be identity theft items, it could be old items that are affecting their credit. Um, it's a lot of different you know, things, but it's basically helping them get their credit better, get it in a better situation so that they can buy the house that they want, buy the car that they want, right. get rent an apartment, you know, get more credit. And so what we do is we will review our clients' credit reports and see what's wrong with their credit. And I go over with them all the items that are affecting their credit. And I want to make sure that items actually belong to them. Right. Um, if they don't, then that's identity theft or mistaken identity. I get with a lot of clients who have common names or if they're mm. named after their father. You get a lot of their information showing up on their kids' so reports. John Smith Jr. suffers the sins Absolutely. of John Smith Sr., right? Yes, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I don't have my brother's first name too. Why my credits? Yeah. Oh, really? Is it good? So, eight forty-five, my man. All right. Is that good? Eight forty-five. That's great. Ah. Not too many people can say that. Ah. <laughs> anything above like seven. This, this guy will brag about anything. Let me tell you. Except for should I brag about you? No, I don't of think course. so. Why not? So tell us then, what is you know what's good credit? What's great credit? What's bad credit? Okay, good credit is probably anything above you know, 680. Um, great is anything above 720. Okay. And then anything above like 750 and up, you're pretty much golden. You can get anything you want. So let's and, say somebody bad way. I want to know what bad. Ba what's bad. Well, bad is in the 500s. I see. Or just anything below like 650, you're still not, you're going to get an okay rate, but not yeah. the best rate. So they come to you with, with a bad credit score. And so, and then you analyze their, the first thing you, you do is you get their credit reports, right? Right. I'll pull their credit reports if they don't have one already. And I, you know, usually pull it from all three bureaus so I can see, cause they all report differently. And so I see everything that's going on with their credit. So if they have a lot of inquiries, we work on getting those removed. If they have any collections, if they have any charge offs, if they have any um, settlements or if they have any accounts that are closed with leads, any, in judgments even, uh, bankruptcies. So we look for all of those negative items on their credit report. Can you help someone that's had a judgment or a bankruptcy? Yes. Help them repair that credit? Absolutely. So I think we jumped ahead a little bit. How does somebody know that they have bad credit or they need credit repair? How, how do they generally find out? They usually find out because they're trying to use it to either get a credit card, get a car loan, or nice. buy a house. And when someone else pulls their credit and tells them, sorry, you don't qualify, you know, get it fixed, then they call me. Okay. And yeah. so then that's when I, you know, tell them, okay, here, here's what I can help you, you know, fix. But not only do I work on fixing it, but I also teach them how to rebuild it, how to manage it. That's really important. So do you that, tell them to cre uh, cut up their credit cards? Mm, I, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't tell them to um, cl close them because that's a bad thing. But I do tell them to keep them at home if you have a habit of wanting to use them all the time. You know, don't always carry them with you. Yeah. You know, because I, I try to get them to keep their balances under 30% of the limit at all times. You know, 30% or less is best. Right. Anything over that is going to bring their credit scores down. Before the people come to you and they're they're starting to slide on their credit, you know, because they're just using their credit card too much or what, what advice do we have for the audience on, on what to do? So, you know, definitely be aware of how much you're using it. Um, you know, always keep the balance under 30% of the limit. 
Um, you know, as I mentioned, you know, use it for small things like food and gas and pay it off at the end of the month. Right. Pay it off at the end of the month. I, that's why I, you know, I don't know if I can plug American Express on the radio or not, but that's what I use. I just don't use the visas and the MasterCards. I have them, you know, but I don't use them unless it's an absolute emergency or they don't take American Express. And I just force myself to pay it off every yeah, month. That's smart. Yeah. Well, then you're looking at the interest rate too, right? Right. Some of them are super, like 24% right. or something exactly. like that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I tell them don't keep balances on them because you're hurting yourself by paying that high interest and you're hurting your credit because it's going to bring your credit scores down. Sandra, can't they like go to a, let's say they have a credit balance and then they can go to another company and, and pay that off and then they get it interest free for like a year or something like that. So they can Is transfer. that a good move? Absolutely. I do tell my clients to do that if they have really high interest on their credit cards and they have a really high balance that they can't pay off soon. Then and if their credit is still good, I tell them to do a balance transfer to another credit card because then they'll have zero percent interest for the next eighteen months. That oh, yeah. they can help you know pay the credit off faster without you know hurting themselves by paying that high interest. Right. How about a success so story like where it's been like in the five hundreds and then it's like now out of control, really high. Oh, so and, and you you're talking about yourself? Yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I have clients like that all the time. You know, most of them are in the 500s when they come see me. Yeah. And so, you know, um, I've been able to get their scores up 50 to 100 points in as little as like 30 to 45 days just by removing stuff and getting them to build their credit. You know, if they don't have any open credit cards, I encourage them to open up secured credit cards to start rebuilding their credit. And one of the things um, I also advise them to do is get added to somebody's credit card as an authorized user. So if they have like a family member or friend that has great credit with um, low balances, I say tell them to add you because it's going to help your credit because you're going to be piggybacking on that positive history and mm, yeah. available credit. I won't add my brother no matter what, though. So that's, that's 50 to 100 rule. points, though. Sorry to step on him, but it's the only way I can get a word in edgewise sometimes. So, so 50 to 100 points in that 30 to 45 days, does that make the difference? Do they get that car loan? Do they get that home loan? Absolutely. All wow. the time. Yeah. And yeah, usually when they come see me, they're like in a hurry to do things. You know, they're either yeah. trying to, you know, buy a car by the next month or buy, you know, close on a house that they just opened escrow on. So, you know, if they can't get added to other people's credit cards, I off, also offer trade lines in-house. So I basically can add them some, to some of our own credit cards as an authorized user to help them build their credit. We don't let them use the card. They're just basically borrowing the credit history for a few months to help uh, them get that quick uh, boost. Very slick. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. I've heard of delete the trade line. What does that mean? Delete the trade line means removing an account off their credit report. So if they, if they have a negative account, like a, an account that they had several lates on, deleting that trade line off their credit report would help them. And you do that? Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. That's part of your process. Exactly. And you have to send out correspondence? Or how do you get get to that? point we basically yeah just send letters to the bureaus to the creditors to um the uh collection agencies all of the companies that are reporting those negative items on their report we you know dispute them on the client's behalf and harass them you know persistence overcomes resistance and Do sometimes the longer you bug them the sooner you know it'll come off because yeah. most of those items are supposed to stay on for seven years oh my god Do people sue the companies 
you know, for, if they sometimes. don't delete it? Yeah, sometimes you and can. Is that That's successful? True. It has been, yeah. Really? Especially do you sue them for them then? I don't personally because I'm not an attorney, but I do work with attorneys that I refer them to. Okay. And so they have a lot of companies that they may have defaulted on, like Synchrony is one of them. Um, I think Comerica, I've heard, is another one that will actually um, harass the clients and um, after they go into default, and so the lawyers will then go after them for the harassment. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, we don't do that kind of thing. We do accident cases. Yeah, I'm injury related. But, but yeah, but it's very similar, you know, in that it's a a, a little person mm-hmm. who it doesn't have you know their own voice or you know their their mm-hmm. own voice is is you know uh, dwarfed by this big company by these you know, uh, people that have much more power mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they're being, uh, you know, ignored or exploited or, you know, um, you know, their rights are being trampled right? and you need someone to come in and help you out. So it, in, in that sense, it's very similar, right? So right? Sandra, if, yeah, exactly. So if somebody wanted to come to you and say, look, I, my credit sucks and I need to get some credit repair, what's the typical cost for that? It varies by everyone's situation because we charge by item. Um, so, it can, and someone can start as little as five hundred up to you know a few thousand at the most. And we do offer payment plans because we want to make it affordable for our clients. We don't want them to not want to do it because they can't afford it. Um, so we you know kind of structure it to their kind of uh, budget so that they can afford it. And we work with our clients anywhere from, you know, three to six months to sometimes up to six to 12 months, depending Money on- Money well spent. Absolutely. But, but, they, but if it's yeah. taking six to 12 months, they may have to put that, go to the next house, right? Or go to the next car loan. Oh, yeah, they, might, they have to wait. Yeah. Yeah. And you were a mortgage broker in your other life, right? I was, yes. So you have an, a feel for like our mortgage mom, mm-hmm. you know, you have a feel for what it takes to get a loan, et cetera, Absolutely. and what kind of credit you need. That's how I got into credit repair by doing mortgages. You know, I started off um, doing mortgages for my clients and had clients who wanted to get a loan, but they couldn't because their credit was bad. And so the broker at the time, um, I asked him, I was like, what can we do to help them? And he said, fix their credit. And I said, okay, how do we do that? So he showed me what to do, and I just started doing it for free for my clients. And sure enough, a few months later, I was able to, you know, increase their credit and help them get the loan. And so that's wow. kind of how I, I, you know, started and got into so something, my own business. So something, you know, uh, good-hearted and altruistic, you turned into a business for yourself. Absolutely. Helping people. Yeah. I like that. That's what that, we do. Yeah, you, you got to help people. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. You know, we've been talking about, okay, if you get yourself in trouble and your credit is uh, marred or, you know, it's, it's, it needs repair, how you, how you can fix that. But how, let's say it's a, uh, you know, you're a parent or you're, and you have a 17-year-old kid or 18-year-old kid and you, know, you want to help that person establish credit, get the credit for the first time and start to do it right, okay, so that they can, they're on that path to that, 
you know, 750 plus. So I've got a story well, for you. Okay, tell us. Right, we want to hear yeah. this. All right, so I absolutely, you know, totally advise this for all of, you know, people that have kids. I started with my son when he was in high school. I started putting him on my credit cards. So I started building his own credit. Um, so this was, he was probably about 16 when I started adding him to my credit. So by the time he was 18, he had 700 credit scores. Wow. He was able to get Very his own credit card a couple of years ago. And now he's 24 and bought his first car by himself without a co-signer because oh, he's got wow. a 750 credit score. How about that? So the moral of the story is? It does work and it helps. Yeah. You know, that way you don't have to co-sign for your kids. Yeah. And how do you get them on your credit cards? Can you explain? Yeah. You just call the creditor and say, hey, I want to add my kid as an authorized user to my card. Here's his name. Here's his social. Here's his date of birth. And then they'll ask you, do you want a card for him? You always say no because you don't want them <laughs> to use the card. That's the, that's the kicker, right? Exactly. Don't give it to the kid. Don't give it yeah. to them because then you're going to be paying the bill. Right. And so when you, they always send a card anyways. What yeah. you do is just cut it up. You know, oh. they don't even have to know they're on your credit. Yeah. You know, is there a certain duration? Let's say in your situation with your son, is there a certain time period, like a year is, is best versus, you know, six months where they're on the credit card, where they'll develop their own credit? So as soon as you add them, what, however long you've had that card open, they benefit from. So if I open that card five years ago, it's gonna look like he's been on that card for five years. So it doesn't matter. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and if you don't wanna good put advice. them on your own credit cards and have them open up a secured credit card and start building that way. But you know, most kids, as soon as you turn 18 and you go to college, they're already hitting you up to open up a credit card. Do you put like a limit? Um, let's say he gets his own credit card. Isn't there a, they start out with a limit, they right? They usually start with small limits. And you advise that, right? Yes, absolutely. Because you don't want them to overextend themselves. And you want to teach them to be responsible and to keep the balance low and to pay it on time. You know, because some of these kids, they, you know, they'll get these high limits and they just go shopping like crazy thinking it's free money and, and yeah. messing up their credit. That's the hard, And of course, that's not just kids that do that, right? That's true. I think we all are guilty at some point of thinking, hey, this little card is free money. Oh, yeah. Until yeah. so you get yeah. the bill. Yeah. Until no. so you get the you bill. Well, that we were talking about that before you got here, Sandra, and that is you go to the Nordstrom or you go to Macy's yeah. or whatever, and they always say, hey, you want 10% off? All you have to do is get one of our little cards and put it on the card. Yeah. You know. And you're walking around with 20 cards. Is that a bad thing? It can be, yes, because you're showing too much um, available credit, and if you start using them too much, then you're showing too much debt, so it's going to start hurting you. Um, it can sometimes make it harder for you to get approved for um, bigger limit cards when you show too many of these store cards. You know, um, if you don't shop at that store frequently, then don't get it. I wouldn't. I don't advise it. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, BrothersOnLaw.com. Well, my, my thing is that even if I go to the store frequently, I may forget that I bought this, you know, $60 thing, you know, and next thing I know for 60 bucks or 50 bucks, I got a, 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 a dent or a ding on my credit. You know, what does it take to actually uh, lower your credit score and get it in trouble? And what are the bad things? So I, what I see happen all the time, people forget to um, pay their credit cards on time pay their car loans, um, school loans. So what I always advise my clients to do is set everything up on auto pay. As soon as you open a new account, set it up autom to automatically get a payment. When you get From your bank account, Correct. online. Exactly. Yeah. And then when you get the statement, you can you know choose to change the amount that you already have automatically set up. Like if it's a credit card, you can pay more. 
But if it's like a, a recurring, you know, payment on a car loan, then you already know that's going to be automatically paid on time. You don't have to worry about that getting reported late, you know, especially if you travel a lot. It's always best to pay those, you know, mortgage even and car loans, set it automatically up on time. That's smart. So, what, so let's, say, student let's say, loans, say Rob, well, student loans, student loans for sure. But you handle but, student loans and they're non-dischargeable <laughs> in bankruptcy, right? That's correct. So, I, yeah, all the government loans are non-dischargeable. And so they are, they hurt people's credit all the time. Well, so does bankruptcy though, for that matter, yes. right? Yeah. yeah absolutely. And that's why, I, before we get too deeply into student loans, yeah. you know, let's just say you got a 750 score, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you, all of a sudden you have two late pays for whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. credit card, car loan, student loan, you know, two late pays. What does that do to that score? Your scores will drop about 100 points. Wow. Just for two late pays. Yeah. That's that's some that is something people need to be aware of. They really need to. know It doesn't that. take much no. to lower your credit and, score, and it's one of the hardest things to remove from the credit report when it's an open account. And you could oh. be one day, like let's say it's thirty day recycle a revolving period or something. Mm-hmm. If you're one day late, they could still ding you, right? Yeah, it has to be one day past that thirty day Dang. period, and wow. and it's so hard to remove. It's so hard. Like I, I think I've had some of those. Yeah. yeah, and you know the other thing. Well, what about student loans? Did you want to talk about, Larry? Well, are are you handling student loans? Are you yes. helping people transform their student loan to some other debt? Yes, yes, absolutely. So what now we're doing is we are consolidating student loans and offering loan forgiveness. So there's um, a lot of clients who have, um, if they work for the public sector for ten years, then the loans can be forgiven after ten years. Right. So oh like my goodness! A teacher, police officer. Firemen, those well, that's of, a good you know, thing jobs. to know. Yeah, and if they're not in the public sector, then it's a 20-year program. So after even after 20 years, the loan can, loans can be forgiven. So, so if somebody has a student loan debt and they're struggling with it, they it, it would certainly not hurt for them to call you. Absolutely. And how, how do people get a hold of you? So they can call us at 877-212-2450. Our website is fixturecreditconsulting.com. We have another site called getgoodcredit.com. That's a good one. Easier to remember. Yeah, getgoodcredit.com. <laughs> and so you guys can contact us and, you know, we do free consultations over the phone. We review your report and we'll tell you everything that is hurting your credit, what we can do to help fix your credit. And we also give you advice on what you can do to improve it and, um, you know, make it better. You know, our goal is to get their score as high as possible, you know, so that they can qualify for whatever it is that they're trying to do with their credit. Right, right. Sure, because it's going to be a barrier to, like you said, buying a car, getting a house. You don't Mm want to be, you know, right in your face, right when you think everything's going to close or you're going to get that beautiful car. Exactly. And then boom, because you'll just be refused. I always get out of the car, sir. Yeah, (laughs) not your car anymore, sorry. I tell them, start at least six months in advance. You know, don't wait till the last minute because yeah. you never know how long it's going to take to clean it up. That's right. Yeah, that's good advice. But you got to check yeah. into it. Now, what was that phone number again? 877-212-2450. All right. Good. Or getgoodcredit.com or fixyourcreditconsulting.com, right? Yes. Okay. That's it. Well, All right, uh, Larry. Um, yeah. We want to thank Sandra for coming well, in. It's yeah. probably time for our tip of the day. You ready for that, Rob? Of course. All right, so, you want me to tell you? Go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll do. Uh, I'll right. give it this. The tip of the day is this: the car accidents. You know, so that's what we do, right? You mm-hmm. you repair credit. We repair people that have had these bad things that have happened to yeah. them, injuries, and they happen every minute. And sometimes it's hard to remember what you need to do. 
So what you want to make sure is to get the names of any witnesses at the scene of the accident. Very important sometimes. Even in a rear ender, you never know what the other guy may say. And also take photos on your phone, not only of the cars, but the other guy's, uh, the person's driver's license, their insurance card. And uh, you may forget to get some of that information if you're trying to write it down, but a picture will capture it all for you. And the photos of the accident may become very important to show the positioning of the cars, the skid marks, you know, the obstructions that might have been in the way. So if you are in an accident, call me. Or well, me. No, me. Call me. <laughs> Mandel Trial Don't be lawyers. selfish. Okay. And we're, I'm gonna, we're going to plug ourselves this time. Darn yeah. it. It's 818-886-6600. What was that number? I said 818-886-6600, and we can help you through the process. All right, Larry, you what's what? next? True what? or false? All right, this is true or false. This I, is for I'm you, Sandra. Sandra. Yeah. Crossing the street without a crosswalk is legal in New York City and Los Angeles. Is that true or false? Um, without a crosswalk? Yes. Right. It, and you're asking if it's legal. I yeah. believe it's not. Okay. That is Kind of true. Well, it, it is. It's one of those in-between things. If, if you're crossing at a corner from one corner to the next, there's always a crosswalk in L.A., in it's California. A, it's, it's an imaginary. It's an, it's an imaginary yeah. crosswalk. They call it an unmarked crosswalk. But that is a crosswalk. So just because you have no lines, you know, painted on the ground doesn't mean you can't cross there. Of course, you always have to do so with regard to your own safety. Yeah, you got to look where you're going. Step out in front of a moving car. I don't think so. Yeah. But if there's two traffic signals between where you're walking, then it's going to be considered jaywalking. Let's say there's oh, two If you're in the middle of the block. In the middle of the block. Right. Always in the middle the of the block, it's jaywalking unless you're in like a residential area. Right. Yeah. If you're in a residential area, I think you can just cross wherever, as long as you don't impede a car coming down the street. Right, and look yeah. before you cross, duh. The car doesn't have the right to mow you down, though, does it? Mm, are you the one in the crosswalk and I'm driving? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, is that brotherly love or what? I don't know. Okay. So wait, wait. We have what? a message in the mes- Mandel message box. Let's check the Mandel message box. Hi guys, I recently fell leaving my dentist office. Um, I was walking out in the lobby area and there was a sign saying caution, it was wet. And I ended up slipping and I fractured my ankle. I took off about a week and a half of work. Is the building at all liable? Go ahead. So I slipped in my dentist's office building lobby. Get it out. Yeah, they had a sign out, but there wasn't another way to avoid the wet area. I fractured my ankle and I had to take some time off work. Is the building responsible at all? Uh, Larry, uh, take a stab at answering this question. Well, I don't know what the sign says, but if the sign says, do not walk here, you're pretty much put on notice. But if it's a sign that says, um, you know, maybe wet or wet area, but the surface is very slippery regardless, and it hasn't been properly, you know, treated with some kind of non-slip surface, you could still have some responsibility. What's your way in, Rob? I think it's tough. Um, <clears throat> you know, it, now this, they're saying that um, there was, was no other way to go, okay? So, and even though they had the sign out, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, they, they met it, so obviously the, the, the building manager or the people running the building knew it's wet. Yeah. And it's a wet area. 
and they've got no other place to go, but then you slip anyway. I, I think it's just going to be a tough one. I, yeah. I think it's you know it's not a black and white issue. You know, there still could be negligence there because they didn't give anyone else a, a way out. An alternative route. But I, I think the duty pretty much is, hey, you know, I see a hazard. I'm going to mark the hazard for people. Um, and, you know, it, it, then it becomes, okay, you know, what choice do you have? Can you go around the other way? Can you just, you know, step a little more gingerly? You know, it's going to be all these factual questions that other people are going to judge, like a judge or a jury, yeah. and they're going to decide. And so it is tough, but when you have a bad injury like that, like a fractured ankle, it's probably worth taking them to task. Oh, yeah. And I've had cases like that, but and I focus on the surface itself. So if you know it's... It could be a rainy day or it could be their sprinkler system. But if they know that it's slippery and they haven't done anything to treat it or to, you know, to fix that condition, I think you have somewhere to go with it. Could be. Could be. It's always worth a try when you're, you know, yeah. uh, suffering and, uh, and there's some avenue of liability like that. Well, we want to thank Sandra Ruiz for coming yes. down from uh, 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 Studio City. What do you call it? <laughs> from Studio City. You know from where Studio that is. City, yeah. Oh, from my yes. office. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, Fix Your Credit Consulting. And yeah. it's time to wrap it up for the day and enjoy the rest of our Saturday. Thank That's you guys right. for having me. Hey, I just want to give a quick shout out to my daughter, Melena. Hey, Melena. Uh, <laughs> Melena. So if you've missed any part of the show or you want to hear any previous shows, head on over to brothersonlaw.com. Be sure to tune in next Saturday morning at 8 a.m. for another exciting show right here on Go Country 105. And remember to let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.